want to add to what Monica had to say for clarity. How many have seen the show? It's been out a long time ago, Face the Giants, Facing the Giants, I think it was called. And the young man, or I'm calling him young because I'm getting older, uh, walking the halls and laying hands on the lockers and stuff. That's what she's talking about. You don't have to go in and pray for the kids. You don't have to go in and pray for the teachers. We're talking after they're in and the hallways are cleared, you're walking the halls, protection, salvation, and then during the service, you'll be back here in this back room unless we have a, a baby that has to go back there. You'll be back there where you can see what's going on. And uh, you'll see life, like she said, you'll see life's change. It's a, prayer is, folks, I'm telling you, it's amazing. I happen to, I've got, uh, before I get into the word, I had, uh, I've got true flick. Is that what, true pick, true flick? What's it? Pure flick. <laughs> you know what I mean. Anyway, I happened to pick up last night. Uh, I watched the one, I'm Not Ashamed, which is about the Calabine shooting in Denver. And it was about a young lady that kept a diary prior to that they made a movie about her. And she was the first one shot and killed. But the commitment she had was amazing. Uh, just according to what she was writing was amazing. And the hard time she went through was amazing. But the answer all came out at the end. Jesus was the answer. Uh, the song we just did, whoo-wee. Uh, I heard that about a month and a half ago, and I thought, whoo, who's doing that? And then John happened to run across her. Somebody brought it to John, wherever John's at, brought it to John, and then he went to Neil, and we went, ooh, that's good. We've got to listen to that. We've got to do that. So, and I told them, so you all remind them, they play it over in their mind a thousand times. They've rehearsed it hundreds of times. We get to hear it once or twice unless they bring it back up. So remind them, play that song again until we get where we can sing it with our eyes closed. I can because I've listened to it a hundred times in the last three days. Uh, why? Because it's so true. That song is so true. It's all about Jesus. If anything is coming besides Jesus, don't listen to it. Bottom line, bottom line. We've been talking about, we've been going through the book of James. And we started in chapter 1 a few weeks back, walking through. James, actually, his name was Jacob. He, he uh, was killed for Christ. Uh, 62 AD, they, they calculated that he wrote the book between 40, between 40 and 50 AD in that, in that realm in our 10, 12 years when he wrote it. So you can kind of calculate his age because he was Jesus' younger brother. So if Jesus was crucified at, in, in the 30s, that puts him, we'll, we'll just say, let's just give him 20. So he passed away at 82. Uh, what a life he had, but what a book he's got. Uh, probably of all the books in the Bible, this has always been my best because it's instruction. Now, when I, you know, when I first got into the Word, I didn't realize how much I was under law, and I read even the New Testament. I read it as though it was a you got to do, you got to do, you got to do. If you don't, I'm going to get you. But when you start reading it like it's wrote through the eyes of grace, he's just giving us the things to do to make it better. Because see, if we follow the word 
and obedient to the word, your life will never be the same and never quit getting better. No different than what we just sang. If you learn what the name of Jesus represents, your life, and, and Brad brought up such a good point, so many of the Russian soldiers and so many that live in Ukraine don't know Jesus. And they don't even, they have no hope. Raised in an environment where they don't even know what, what do you mean? There's hope and there's a life after this. We have, <laughs> we've got the answer. And our, our fight is not, it, it's against the powers of darkness that's trying to get the word out of us. Once we get it in, we can use it to our benefit all the time. But James starts out by saying, which I never did like it, but it's a fact. He said, count it all joy. That's how he started in chapter 1. Whatever's going on in your life, count it all joy. I, I keep reflecting back to this movie with this little girl that went through a hard time in, in high school because she was, everybody knew she was a Christian, a Jesus freak, they called her. And all the, the torment she went through and how sometimes it, because of the peer pressure, it drew her doing things she didn't enjoy doing. But she recognized it while she was doing it, how many have been there. And then she stepped back out. But, but Jesus is the final answer. And right down to the, the man putting the gun to her head and shooting her. There's that Jesus freak. Do you still believe in Jesus? And she said, yes, I do. Can we get to that place? We can if we count it all joy. If we understand that James is, James is not beating you down, he's saying, listen, I don't care what you go through. I didn't even believe in my brother until after resurrection, but once I seen and felt and knew what happened at resurrection, I become a believer and I followed him and I was a disciple of him. And I'm telling you exactly what you can do that I, I heard and I seen in his life, I can tell you exactly what you can do that's going to change your life. Whatever you're going through, count it all joy, he said. Then he goes on and he says, and in that place, you've got to let patience do its work. You've got to allow, and I'm going to walk through chapter 1 real quick. You've got to allow patience to do its work. You've got to let me have it, Jesus is basically saying. Just be patient. I'm, I'm at work for you. I know what tomorrow holds. Let's just take care of it. And then he says, now, listen. You need wisdom for what you're going through. Pray for wisdom, and I will give it to you liberally. Whatever you need, I'll give it to you, but you've got to ask. And we all know that with prayer. We know that our place is to ask, and he will give. You'll receive. It says that. So he says, ask. And he says, but don't just do it carefree. Don't you dare doubt. Because I know, James is saying, Jacob's saying, I know that it works. And don't doubt. Just say, okay. Lord, thank you. You've given me this wisdom, and I love it for my life, it seems like. I can pray for wisdom, and he always gives it to me, but it's never then or when I think it'll be. It's always when my mind is out of the way, and I, 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 I feel it, and I hear it right here. Young people, listen. Right here's the answer. If you don't feel good about what's going on in the crowd you're with, get out of it. Don't judge them. Just step back. You may be isolated for a while. Uh, Connie and I went through that. We ran with the wrong crowd. We got, we, 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 we were saved a long time ago. But when we had the revelation, this is not for us. When we stepped out of that crowd, this crowd over here, the Christians, didn't believe us. 
This crowd didn't like us. But in time, in time, you'll get the proper people around you. You'll get those friends that are real friends. I'm not talking about those gossip Christians. I, I, I got to be real careful because I can get in the flesh with this area. If you're a gossip, listen to me. You're worse than a murderer. Because what you do is you're torturing that person. Even if they did it. If you're not giving good news about them, you are torturing them because it will come back and they'll have to reap and eat the things that you've said. They're suffering because of you. You say, well, they shouldn't have done what they did. You do the same and you will. I got to get back where I'm going because like I said, I've seen so much destruction with people that love to just... Count it all joy. You say, well, they can just count it all joy. They are. And they're growing, but you're not. See, we, we, we've got to recognize, James is saying, listen, I, I've got the answer to all this, and this all will go together. And also recognize, he says in, in chapter 1, there's testing, there's trials, but then there's temptations. Not one temptation comes from above. That's what the Word says. If you're tempted, what's temptation? Something drawing you towards evil. If you're tempted towards a draw, it, the Bible says, James says, that you're drawn by your own desires. How do you get desires? By where we're spending our time in our head and our eyes and our ears. We all understand that, but don't be, don't be deceived that that's the truth. The truth is, I've got this. The truth is, I'm going to take care of you. The truth is, he says then, be quick to hear me. Speak, 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 speak the problem. No, the truth. Speak the truth. Don't speak the problem. Speak the truth. Don't be quick to talk. Speak the truth. Listen to my voice and trust the truth. Then he goes on at the end of the chapter. And he says, and put your mind on others. Quit thinking about yourself, basically is what he says. Well, he goes into, he goes into chapter 2. He said, boy, I'm glad he's on chapter 2. I smell that food. <laughs> he, goes into, he goes into chapter 2, following right up what he talked about in chapter He doesn't change direction. He literally falls into chapter 2. And he says, but now listen, don't hold partiality by anybody you see or hear or comes through the door. Uh, let's, just, let's just read it. It says, my brethren, do not hold faith of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord of glory, with partiality. Chap verse 2 and 3 I want to read. He says, for if there should be any, if there should come into your assembly a man with gold rings, fine apparel, and there should also come in a poor man with filthy clothes, and you pay attention to the one wearing the fine clothes, and say to him, you sit here in a good place, and say to the poor man, you stand or sit here by my footstool. What's he saying? Let's go in the spirit realm with this. He's saying everybody is equal. How dare you judge? Because see, when you judge, he's going to get into that now. When you judge, what you're doing is you're putting yourself back under the law. You become the judge. And when you put yourself under the law, if you mess up with any of the commandments, any of the laws, you fail. 
Well, you're failing by judging right off the bat. You may say, well, you know, they've got more money. They're a little smarter. Uh, they don't have any mental issues. Uh, they this, they that, they this, they that. And you leave the ones that need the help alone. It's amazing how God's, God's took the small things and made them great. Goes on, it says, in verse 4, it says, Have you not shown partiality among yourselves and become judges with evil thoughts? Listen, <laughs> listen, it says, My beloved brethren, has God not chosen the poor of this world to be rich in faith? Oh, and the, and the heirs of the kingdom, which he promised those who love him? I'll never forget the first, probably the first thing I, I give thought to when I was down in Mexico with those who are living in the dump. Look how happy. Everybody that's been there? Look how thankful and look how happy these people are. And I wouldn't park my lawnmower in what they're living in. And I'll never forget the first trip down. Uh, they literally was, they had, they had plastic. They had, they had old skids stacked up, tied together with wire, and they had plastic stretched over it, big enough that they could bend over and, and go in. And I'll never forget, on Sunday morning, the little, three little girls come out in little white dresses. And I'm thinking, how in the world could they even be that clean, living with a dirt floor? But yet there was such a joy in their heart. But yet then you come to America, for example, and you've got people that's got everything they'll ever need. See, they don't have to believe for anything. That's what James is saying. Hey, listen. Just because the dude comes in with rings on his fingers and now rings in his ears and rings on his nose and he's got rings and he looks fancy do and he's got all what the world does. He just, he's got it together. He doesn't really have to have the faith that the man that's suffering every day looking for something to eat, believing for something to, to pay their bills. And that's what he's saying here. He's saying, come on, don't, don't go there. Because when you, and, and he's going to get into why. He goes into verse 5 through 7. Listen, my beloved brethren, has God not chosen the poor of this world? That, verse 6. But you have dishonored the poor man. Do not, do not the rich oppress you and drag you into courts? Isn't he the one that's going to give you the problems? Then it goes on in, verse, in verse, verse 8. It says, if you really fulfill the royal law according to Scripture, you shall love your neighbor as yourself, and you would do well. That's grace. Grace is no matter who you come in contact with, spiritually, physically, mentally, or anything, no matter who you come in contact with, our job is to love them. Like Brad prayed for these teenagers. Doesn't matter what you've went through. Doesn't matter the mistakes that you've made. Doesn't matter those things that went on. We love you. We don't judge anything that's happened in our lives, your lives. Let's just love each other and let Christ do the loving. He, he is, folks, he is the answer to every situation and every problem. It goes on and says, but if you show partiality, you commit sin. Oh, if you show partiality, you've just judged and you committed sin, so that puts you back under the law, so you're, you're going to work under the law, then that means that you're judged. And then we know that if you've judged, 
then you're going to become what you judge, is what the Bible tells us in Romans, for example. Verse 10 says, and whatever, whatever, and whoever shall keep the whole law, here he's explaining it, and yet stumble at one point, he is guilty of all. For he who said, do not commit adultery, also said, do not murder. Now, if you commit adultery, but you do not murder, you have become a transgressor of the law. He's just saying, if you choose to judge, if you choose to gossip, if you choose to do these things that are sin, if you choose to, to be partial towards other people, if you choose that, then you're choosing to fall under the law, and then that law is going to draw you down, and you will become, because whatever you, whatever you judge, you will become. That's what he's saying right here. As you read it, he's not changing direction. He's not changing what he's talking about. He's, he's getting to the point. It goes on in verse uh, 12 and 13, it says, so speak, now listen to this, so speak and suit and so speak and so do as those who will be judged by the law of liberty or the law of grace. Don't, don't be partial. Choose the law of grace. And when you choose the law of grace, it says, for the judgment is without mercy to the one who is shown no mercy. Mercy triumphs over judgment. What's he saying? Understand grace. Understand that God's done it for us. Understand that everybody makes mistakes. Don't you dare judge. Now, he's not saying that to condemn. He's just saying that to the place of saying, listen, just speak life to people. This song that we just talked about, if you listen to that, what's it saying? Choose Jesus because he is life. Choose Jesus toward every situation. You say, but I know for a fact, or you think you know for a fact, of what's going on and what that person did. So, are you God? Now you've become judged. Now you're under law. Now I'll be praying for you because you're going to become what you don't like. That's, that's what he's saying. Choose mercy. Let it go. You can't change it. God can only change the heart of each one of us. And you know what's interesting about the heart? The Bible says we don't even know our heart. So all the while I think I'm doing fine, I might be messing up. I'm kind of like the horse running down the track. I have blinders on both sides and I don't see the horse next to me. We're all like that. So the best thing to do is just start looking at love. Start looking at grace. Start every time you, you, you hear a word of gossip or you, you see something somebody's doing wrong, let it go. It's not your business. Stay out of it. Put your hand to work. Oh, we're going to talk about that. God's got the answer to everything that's going on in our lives. He is. He is the King of kings and Lord of lords. 12 and 13 says, so speak. I read that. But it says, so speak, so do as those who will be judged by the law of liberty or law of grace. For judgment is without mercy to the one who's shown no mercy. Mercy triumphs over judgment. And then it gets into 14. It says, what does it profit, my brethren, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? Can faith save him? Now, I used to read this where, okay, all of a sudden my mind changed. And I used to think, okay, now he's telling me I need to, I need to do works. Okay, I need to work in the nursery. I, I, I need, I, I've got to make sure I'm reading my Bible. I, I, I've got to help out every chance. I, I, I've got to do this. I, I've pictured that as the works. That's not the works he's been talking about. <laughs> 
Folks, he is talking about the works of the Spirit. He's talking about doing the Word. He's talking about letting it go. He's talking about not taking offense. I was talking to somebody earlier, and something was said, and that person said, I won't take offense to that. They were doing their works. They were working their faith. It goes on and it says in there, but, but if you don't do works, if you don't do works, your faith is, is not any good. Well, it's not. Because see, if I'm not forgiving, then I'm unforgiving. It's not if I don't help with the youth or if I don't get on praise and worship or if I don't run the soundboard or if I don't run the camera, God won't love me and I won't have good faith. We're not talking about that kind of works. Those come with loving and helping people. You're serving people when you're doing these jobs. That, I mean, you're, you're giving of your life to help people. This team comes every Thursday. This team works around the clock, actually, towards the music and toward what we're going to sing. Neil spends hours in prayer looking for the right music. And when Neil passes it off to John or to somebody else, they don't just pick three songs. They're working their faith by stepping forward and being obedient to the word. See, work is being obedient. It's not works. It's being obedient to Christ and what he wants. James is saying, do the word and watch it change your life. Do the word and watch the name of Jesus heal you. Do the, do the word. Love people. Forgive people. Doing works is when you feel like gossiping and you don't. Now, the other we need, that's what keeps the church running. But James is not talking about the other right now. He's talking about, you. you yeah, you're born again. Yeah, you're a Christian. Then be one. Come on. Be a Christian at work. Well, everybody cusses, so I cuss. I use that four-letter word as a, as a noun, as a verb, and as an adverb. Well, why? And you're going to have faith? And you're going to pray for people at work and pray for them at work? And you can't even talk like a Christian? Well, well, well when you're around it all the time, it just slips up. I, I, I understand that, and I agree with that. I understand that. doing works y'all looking at me you say well pastor you're being hard no no James is not being hard I'm not being hard I love you but I'm getting old enough in this and I'm realizing I've been looking at this whole thing wrong I've been trying to do and, I, and, and it's kind of like a diet everybody here tries to diet but you always get off your diet why because you're not built to do it that's old covenant. That's law. The whole Old Testament is to show you that you can't do it. So I can't forgive myself. I have to do it knowing Christ is going to do it through me and follow through me. But I have to be a doer of the word and I have to do the works of the word and I have to allow it to to work in me. He, he goes on and, and, and makes arguments and, and things in this. I, I want to read that part. Let me get down on my notes here. 
he makes, he makes arguments in this and he says, mm, thus also, verse 17, thus also faith by itself, it does not have works dead. But someone will say, you have faith and I will have works. Show me your faith without works and I will show you my faith with my works. You believe that there is one God, you will do well. Even the demons believe and tremble. But do you not do you want to know, O oh foolish man, that faith without works is dead? Then he goes into, and I don't have a lot of time here, real quickly, he goes into Abraham's life. He literally he uses Abraham because Abraham was obedient to the place where the Lord said, Abraham, take your son and sacrifice him on that altar. His faith was proven by him taking his son and putting him on the altar and trying to burn him. He knew in his heart. See, faith is stepping out. And he knew in his heart that if I obey, if I forgive, if I don't gossip, then that faith that I believe he's got this, God will, if he has to, raise him from the dead. That's faith. Rahab, it goes in the end of the chapter, the last verse, and we're going to close. Rahab, guys, come on up. Rahab was a prostitute. Rahab was told by the spies, if you help us get out of here, we, we will tell God, talk to God. God will remember you, and you and your family will be saved. She was obedient. That's putting your works to faith and trusting and trusting and trusting. Listen, when we get to the place where no matter what God speaks to us and we go, okay. It's like the young girl at Calabine. That, that, that just fresh in my heart because I watched the movie. When the young man said, do you still believe in Jesus? And she said, yes. That's knowing. Listen, that's knowing. And that's doing the Word. That's knowing that this is only over. And then I'll be with Him for eternity. I have chose Jesus. That's, that's all James is saying. He's not beating me up. He's not beating me down. He's just saying, Ron, Ron, forgive him. Your faith is not any good unless you're going to work it. Well, yeah, but Lord... Count it all joy. I told you that at the very beginning. But, 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 no, trust me. I'll, I'll give you wisdom how to walk through it no matter what happens. I'll get you through it. It's okay. No matter what takes place in your life tomorrow, the next day, the next day. It's okay. I've got it. Let, trust in me. Just step out and it's going to be okay. God's got this. God has got your life. I mean, it's so simple. Most of you don't have any idea that there's hamburgers in there. I mean, you know, you think they are. Have you seen them? But you got enough faith to walk in there and believe they're there. You can smell them. No, maybe they just got a scented candle burning. I mean, that's how we do. Well, God's going to take care of me. Well, I, he won't really. James says, do it without doubt. I mean, you won't even have a doubt about getting in line and getting, and getting 
getting your hamburger with bacon. What do they call that? A pig burger? Good. Oh, they call that good. See, God has every moment of our life, but we still have to step out and do what he's telling us to do in a trusting way, not in a, not in a well, okay, I'm going to do it. No, he's got you. Let's stand up. They're going to close. You're going to be closing with the same song, aren't you? Powerful song. If you don't know the words, follow the words closely. Give this to the Lord. God, we thank you for today. We do. We continue to speak Jesus over this church, over this body. God, we lift up the people that are down in Mardi Gras from this body. They're down there ministering. Uh, They're preaching your word, God. We thank you, God, for protection around them. We thank you, God, for hope and for life that every person they come in contact with knows there's something different, something that they're needing. We thank you, God, for joy in all that they're doing. God, we speak Jesus. We love you, Lord. Shout Jesus from the mountains, Jesus in the streets, Jesus in the darkness over every enemy. Jesus for my family, I speak the holy name, Jesus, Jesus, child Jesus from the mountains, Jesus in the streets, Jesus in the darkness over every enemy, Jesus for my family, I speak the holy Shout Jesus from the mountains.
voice and obeying and putting that faith that you put in us to work, Father. Thank you for it, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Call you blessed. You are dismissed. Some instructions real quick. If you're going to do carry out, go out that door, make a left, a quick right, and it'll be back in the lion room. What do they call that? I keep forgetting. Bible Explorers Room. And if you're going to eat, which we encourage you to, go through this door and down the hall here and give extremely great. Call you blessed or dismissed.